0: Now, from the Mousecapades Studios, here are your hosts.
1: Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki. We pray that you're all staying safe and happy and healthy. This is episode 681, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on just about any budget. It only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your resort and ticket package reservation. Text me for a free quote at 636-373-4497 or email me at yourstorytravel.com. Merry Christmas Eve, everybody. If you're a regular listener, you realize that my family and I are currently at the Magic Kingdom today. If it's your first time, thank you for listening, and we hope that you're gonna come back and join us again. Today, we're gonna be replaying our December 18th, 2020 show that gives the history of the Candlelight Processional, as well as clips from the show itself. If you have never attended the Disney's Candlelight Processional, you are missing out, and I encourage you to try to go someday. It has become an annual event for us, and my family loves it. But for now, we hope that you'll sit back relax, and enjoy a little bit of Disney Christmas.
2: Here is Becky Klein, Walt Disney Archives.
3: Hello, and happy holidays from Disneyland. I'm Becky Klein from the Walt Disney Archives. Now, even though Disneyland is closed today, which is why I'm able to remove my face covering, I'm excited to bring a bit of holiday joy to you at home. Tis the season for one of my favorite Disney events, and I'm sure it's one of your favorites as well, Candlelight. Now even though candlelight is not being presented at Disneyland or Walt Disney World this year, it still fills our hearts with light and joy. In fact, the candlelight processional and ceremony is one of the oldest and most beloved traditions in the over 65 year history of Disney parks and resorts. Today, I'm joining you from town square at Disneyland where it all started. Now, just imagine, it's December 22, 1959 at Disneyland and Main Street, USA is a holiday wonderland. A dapper-looking crowd gathers along the side of the street as Walt Disney himself leads the Parade of All Nations as the Grand Marshal. Then, a hush falls over the street as a massed choir of 2,574 robed singers, each carrying a lighted candle, processes down Main Street, singing the glorious Christmas hymn Oh, come all ye faithful. It might not be that hard to imagine, because a version of that procession is presented every year at both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Candlelight actually has its roots, reaching back to the very first holiday festival at Disneyland in 1955, four years before that scene I just described. On November 25, 1955, a group of 12 Dickens carolers and a 300-member masked guest choir stood on the train station steps, the very same ones behind me, and sang Christmas carols accompanied by the Disneyland band. Then, in 1957, following the Christmas Around the World parade, 900 singers processed from Fantasyland through the Sleeping Beauty castle while singing Adeste Fidelis. The plan was to end at the plaza, where a choir would form a circle in the street. Well, you know what they say about best-laid plans. The holiday event at Disneyland became so popular that there wasn't enough room for them to form the planned circle. But they didn't let that stop them. They informally grouped around the Disneyland band and continued their short concert with Hark the Herald Angel Sings and Silent Night, two songs that guests still enjoy during Candlelight Today. In 1960, the event was moved back to Town Square, where it remained for years to come with coral bleachers set up on the train station platform and steps. For the very first time, a celebrity narrator joined the celebration, which has since become a staple of candlelight. Actor Dennis Morgan was invited to read portions of the Christmas story in between the classical hymns. Another candlelight tradition was begun that year with the first living Christmas tree, a stunning visual centerpiece for the massed choir. The spot of the Living Christmas Tree went to a visiting guest choir until 1982 when the Disney Employee Choir was created. This place of honor is a spot that they have held ever since. Over the years, Disneyland's Candlelight has grown from a simple procession of candlelit carolers into a magnificent classical concert featuring a thousand-voice choir, the Living Christmas Tree, the Disneyland Orchestra and Fanfare Trumpeters, guest bell choirs, soloists, sign language interpreters, celebrity narrators, and guest conductors. When the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World opened in 1971, no one could imagine a Disney Park Christmas without the Candlelight Procession. It wasn't until 1993 when Candlelight moved to the America Gardens Theater at Epcot, where it's held every year from Thanksgiving through the New Year. And like in the early days, The Voices of Liberty at Epcot perform as Dickens carolers during the event. Since 1960, when the first narrator was introduced, guests have come from around the world to see some of their favorite movie stars, singers, TV personalities and entertainers share the Christmas story. Many Disney legends, including Dick Van Dyke, James Earl Jones and Whoopi Goldberg, as well as other familiar faces like Lin-Manuel Miranda and Chris Pratt, have had the honor of narrating Candlelight. Since 2011, Neil Patrick Harris has been a fan favorite narrator at Epcot. Whether you experience it at Disneyland, Walt Disney World, or from the comfort of your own home, Candlelight is a much loved annual holiday tradition for both guests and participants. Many come to hear the glorious music and view the spectacular decor, but for all of its grandeur, Candlelight is particularly beloved for its simple message of peace on earth and goodwill to all.
1: So I love how they walk down the street singing and I wish that they would do that. I don't know where exactly they're coming from when they're at Epcot. It looks like they're coming out from where the bathrooms are at the American Pavilion, but I know that's not where they're at. There must be like a room back there behind stage or whatever, where they're housing the choir people. And honestly, that could be where we were when we sang at Disney. I have no idea. I don't even remember. And it was when I was in college, you would think, I guess I was so excited to be singing at Disney world, that I didn't even pay attention to where we were, but uh, nonetheless, I do kind of wish that they were singing Christmas carols just for the people that can't get in or don't have a space. They could still see the, the choirs processing by. And the other thing that I liked, a cast member's choir. And that is what does the living Christmas tree. Uh, when I was little, they had living Christmas trees in churches around here. We never had a living Christmas tree at the church where I was growing up. But I always remember, because I loved to sing, that I wished I could sing in a living Christmas tree. And then when we moved to Georgia for that short time, Our church was not big enough to have a living Christmas tree, but I always thought, wouldn't it be great if I could sing in one of those? And so that's just another reason to be a cast member to me is to have the opportunity to sing in the Candlelight Processional. That would be a huge honor, or I would find it a huge honor to be able to sing in the Candlelight Processional because I do love all that music and um, all those songs that are within the program. When we were deciding that we wanted to do this Candlelight Processional episode, we decided that we thought it would be cool to have some actual clips of the songs from the show. Obviously, we can't do all of them um, for time, if nothing else, and be able to discuss it. But like she said in her clip before, this Becky Klein woman, uh, they just released the Neil Patrick Harris, one of the Neil Patrick Harris narrating candlelight processionals from 2019 and so I want to introduce the song "O come all ye faithful from one of the 2019 performances last year at Epcot
4: in the sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin who was betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David and the virgin's name was Mary and he came to her and said Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying, tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus.
1: I hope that you, that, that you enjoyed it, listeners. That is a Christmas carol that we enjoy every year. And I remember singing uh, when we went Christmas caroling around the neighborhoods. Again, something that I guess if we did it as a family, you put Christmas carol. But you really can't go in large groups to do Christmas caroling this year. But that might be something to cool to think about because you could social distance if you have. I mean, you could do it with two people, but that might be embarrassing for you. I don't know how people are. I mean... You almost have to be an extrovert. And even I am kind of shy when it comes to first meeting people. I know that's really hard for people to imagine now, but I'm, I've am i opened up a lot more and I'm i am sure that that's just from life experiences. But maybe that's something that people should think about doing. But anyway, Oh Coming Are you Faithful is a really great song and I really enjoy them doing it every year. And the thing that I think is cool, because the choirs change up, you never really notice. It always has this grand entrance and this grand sound that makes you think it's the same people every year over and over again. And it's not. They even trade out within the season, within the Christmas season.
2: Very cool. Can't really capture it in even an audio clip unless you're there. But it's as close as we're going to get, especially this year with the pandemic. So, all right. Next up is the narration intro from, again, Neil Patrick Harris and the song Il It's a French carol, and the main line of the chorus goes like this. Il est né, la de enfant, which that's translated as he is born, the heavenly child. And so let's take a listen. This is one of my favorites. I hum this one around the house a lot during the Christmas season. So here we go.
4: When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem. And see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste, and found Mary and Joseph, and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. (laughs)
1: that song and I like that in in in, it captures a foreign language in music because that was such a big part of my college education was singing songs in other languages and um some of them are so beautiful that because we can't hear because we can't understand all the words doesn't mean that we can't hear the message in that song and that is a song that's like that for me is um Even though I don't speak French fluently, even though I had French for two years, and I know you guys had French longer, Kaylee, and you had many more semesters of it than I did. The song transcends is what I'm trying to say.
2: Yes. And I think I do like it because I did have French. So there are some things I can at least understand or at least try to translate. And then I'm like, oh, I got that right. That's what I thought it was.
1: (laughs) I understand "enfant." But uh, pretty much the other stuff I have to really like, I would really have to get like a dictionary and try to spend the time. (laughs) Thank goodness for me, I have the general idea.
2: (laughs) I knew what Il-A was. It was He Is, but I didn't know what Nay was. And so Nay is born. I didn't know. I had to look that up. So that makes sense now. He is born.
1: The next song that we're going to give you a little clip of is Silent Night. This is a song that I think you hear just pretty much everywhere. So here it is, Silent Night. The story of
4: the birth of Christ has been told and retold for over 2,000 years. About 200 years ago, in a small church in Austria, the organist Franz came to Joseph Moore and said, Father Joseph, the organ is broken and we will have no music for the Christmas Eve service. Later in the day, as Joseph made his rounds, he visited a home where a baby had just been born, and he thought about the birth of the baby Jesus. And he was so inspired that he wrote a poem, and he went back to the church and he found Franz. He said, if we can't have the old organ, maybe we can have a new song and you can play the guitar. And Franz said, Father, I only know three chords. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then three chords is all you'll need. So Franz hummed and strummed, and soon he had composed the most beautiful and beloved of all the Christmas characters.
2: That is probably my favorite Christmas Carol of all.
1: I especially love this story and I love that they share that every year because music doesn't have to be, although the whole program itself has a lot of grandeur in it, it can be quiet and peaceful and it's still praising.
2: Yeah, I think in all the busyness, we're so distracted now that sometimes it's good to just sit and be still. It can't be overstated. Sometimes, it's best to just be still. Our final clip today is a classic. It's from Handel's Messiah, and it's called The Hallelujah Chorus. Vic, do you have anything you wanna say about this one before we roll it?
1: This is one of my favorite pieces. I sang this in high school choir and college choir, both cho- both college choirs that I was in, my junior college and my and the University of Georgia. And then later as married adults, we sang this in the choir at church. And so it has a lot of special meanings for me in a lot of different times in my life, but it still, again, transcends. It's constant and it's it's, sta- its meaning has the same thing. Every time you hear it, it doesn't change. And for me, I just, I can't get enough of it. And I sometimes, I know I sing it around the house just being silly, but I think it's because I know it has such a great meaning.
2: It really does. So here it is. The Hallelujah chorus from Handel's Messiah from the Candlelight 2019, Epcot.
1: For
4: unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. <laughs>
1: Yep, that never gets old
2: i don't think there's a much better way to end the show today than with that one was a good one
1: i don't think so either thanks for joining us for the disney's candlelight processional a few final reminders before we sign off if you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment you can email us at mousecapadespodcast or text me at 636-373-4497 if you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote text us at 636-373-4497 or you can email us at yourstorytravel.com you can make a reservation for a $200 refundable deposit on any resort ticket package you can check us out on our social media accounts yourstorytravel.com our facebook page the mousecapades podcast or on our tiktok account Your Story Travel. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we share one of our past Christmas adventures. We want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. We hope that you spend your time with friends and family, and we thank you for spending your time with us each week. It is truly a blessing to share Disney with our Ohana. God bless, and have a magical day, my friends.